When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bad Good Parent Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Greaves, and I'm joined today by a good friend of mine, a funny comedian, Tom Clark. Give it up for Tom Clark. You know him from Outraged on Amazon Prime, his special, and he also has a special I Am a Rescue on Dry Bar Comedy, so make sure to check both of those out. Hello, Tom. How are you today, sir? I am good. Thank you very much. I'm glad you're fi- finally able to get you on the podcast. You're a busy. It's not man. easy. Not an not an easy booking. Everybody. You no. Really appreciate this. Tom cost me a million dollars, so I really need you guys to, to subscribe. Subscribe because this I'm going broke from this interview alone. Um, what you been up to, man? I feel like it's been like a year and a half at least since I've seen you last. That's not true. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say maybe nine months ago. Yeah. I did that uh, show at the improv. Yes. We I got to hang out with uh, Tiffany. Tiffany Haddish up in the green room. Yes. <laughs> that was a good time. That was a wild time. And those people that came up, they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're comedians and, and uh, we know Tiffany. Uh-huh. And we were like, do you, do you? Right. <laughs> oh, my God. The stories that Tiffany was telling up on stage, like, it's like you could write a book on, like, what she's talking about. She's got too many stories. I man. know. She's, she's filled with them. Yeah. She was, uh, that was an odd night, I remember, at the improv. They were waiting for her to go up. I remember I had to go up after Melissa Villasenor. Oh, yes. And even she struggled. It was really... Uh, it was that, a, They were like waiting for like Adam Sandler to show up or something. I, I was like, what is going on? It was a yeah. weird it a was weird, a energy. weird energy night. Yeah. And it, we, it was a killer lineup, too. Oh, yeah. Melissa Villasenor, Tiffany Haddish, uh, I think. Oh, Trevor Wallace was on. Trevor Wallace. It was. It was a stacked lineup, and the crowd was just funky. Everybody came into the green and was like, oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was not a night to tape your set. <laughs> but, but you know what? You did well. I remember, because I, I remember my manager was like, he's like, I haven't seen Tom in forever. He's killing it right now. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, at least somebody is, man, because this crowd is funky. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been, uh, what have I been doing? I, this last year and a half, just been, uh, yeah, just working on my stand-up, uh, just going up a lot. You know, my dad moved out here, so it's I do. good for my parenting Uh podcast it's good my dad's 97 and he just moved out here from milwaukee to pursue acting nice and uh he's gonna chase the dream he wants to be an actor it makes sense yeah he's 97 he's like now's the time he probably uh, gets more roles than you <laughs> he probably will probably, <laughs> any clint eastwood roles that are turned down he'll uh he'll he, take them he'll take them yeah he'll play the old pervert maybe if he well wants. let's no, not go pervert not no, pervert okay <laughs> i was thinking like old west hero old western okay yeah, i was thinking like but no, he's, yeah, so he moved out here, uh, 97, and uh, so I've been spending a lot of time with him, taking him to appointments, and like, okay. it's like having a kid. It's like it's like my it, own, yeah. I've become the reverse parent. You're the reverse parent. Do you, do, did you fail him at all? Did I fail him? <laughs> and, well, I'm, I'm now a comedian, so that's probably the, <laughs> the ultimate fail, I no. would say. He's like, Tom, come on. <laughs> no, he likes it. He does. He, no, your dad's he, a good, nice guy. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I took him. I did see that picture. I took him to Target, and then I made him hold up a uh, Tupac. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did see that. He's like, "What's this?" He's like, "I just held just it up." Every, just, everyone will love it. Get a lot of likes on the internet. Just, <laughs> you're gonna have to trust me on this. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. No, your dad's a nice dude, man. Uh, now he's been on it like two years now, or a year, year and a half. Year so and he half, came so. out in May of uh, 2022. So, okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, he's he's really. Uh, taken to it and you know he's very he's very you know from that generation so he doesn't say like i love it out here he's just like you like it out here it's okay it's okay (laughs) god forbid they say love (laughs) right right (laughs) yeah yeah getting a love out of dad is uh it's tough not easy it's tough work harder tom and then maybe right and you're like damn dude i can't win he's just very uh he's not even he's not even a hard ass he's just sort of just very like stoic stoic yeah 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 he's the ultimate um but yeah, so that's pretty much it. Just been, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything exciting happening. I mean, finally, the writer's <laughs> strike ended. Finally, the actor's strike ended. So, you know, just just been uh, focused on stand-up. And you're still doing a ton of uh, uh, improv? Not as much. I, You know, I teach a few places. I teach at a few high schools, improv. And then I, uh, I, I do a few shows for comedy sports, but not as many as I used to. Now it's really stand-up is my main Focus, main focus. Yeah. You're a hell of a uh, improv guy. I I watched um, you know a lot of shows at UCB mm-hmm. and um, a couple of Groundlings and uh, you guys and um, what's the name of that group at UCB that are really really good? Oh, uh, Orpheus uh, Roy or no? Um, oh, that's really Convoy. Really Convoy. Those yeah, yeah. two, you guys and them are my favorite. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah they're an amazing group. Yeah, I, I love. Uh, well, you know, I started in at the Dead A. I started in comedy sports and the Dead Alewives. And oh. the Dead Alewives is where Dan Harmon came from, who created Rick and Morty and uh, uh, Community. Oh, so he was actually one of my first teachers Interesting. in improv. So I learned a lot from him, and then doing Dead Alewives. And uh, Rob Schraub was another guy who's a director. He, he directed. Uh, he was on Rick and Morty as well. But anyways, those guys have kind of been. Uh, I've never been like friends with them, but they've always been sort of like my guiding, my guiding light or whatever. Okay, as far as right. like doing improv, and then they started up Channel One Hundred One, which was like these five-minute pilots that people would make. And interesting. That's where Andy Samberg came from. That's where. Uh, so you're a wealth uh, of knowledge here. I know. It's like uh, it's like I, I started out in the beginning of the internet. Uh, phase the internet up. era, yeah. yeah which so. was crazy because I started doing comedy in '04, and then took a break and then didn't do anything. Um, and then I came out here, I did a couple open mics and I hate, I was like this, like, oh, yeah. I can't do this. Um, and a friend of mine was like, oh, you should go do my friend Tom Clark's class. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't want to do a comedy class. She's like, no, 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 like, it'll be great for you uh, because it's almost like an open mic, but you don't have the pressure of the open mic, right? Like you're not around a bunch of comics that don't really care about your set or right, whatever. Right. Like it's supportive. And I was like, all right. And it was your class. Oh wow. Yeah, that was your that Celeste Tone. She's like, you should do his class. And I was like, all right, like it, it'll wait be my way of like brushing off some of this old stuff and like polishing it up. And I ended up doing um because you had like challenged me, like, do more, you know, do more of this like of your set it worked really well here and so i was like okay let me polish this off mm-hmm. and i went and i had like 13 14 new minutes from that class oh wow um 
and I didn't even use it during that show, though, the showcase or whatever. But uh -huh. I, like I had written all of that on your suggestion. I still use some of those jokes now. Oh, wow. That's good. That's, uh, I should start teaching again. You should, man. It was a good time. People like, you know what, people downplay comedy classes, but that one was really cool because it felt like a supportive open mic mm -hmm. as opposed to like open mics that you go to, no one's paying attention. Oh, yeah. No, You don't get any feedback. So not only in your class, not only are you getting feedback from people laughing and you're like, oh, I know this is working. Then you get feedback People are like, that joke worked because mm -hmm. maybe add such and such and such. So right. it, was, it was really cool. I enjoyed it. You get like 10 different perspectives on it. Yeah. yeah. And then and, and honest and and constructive feedback. And I think that's the part you don't get at an no. open mic. Well, it's funny that I, I, so, you know, I started in Milwaukee and then uh, I used to go down to Chicago quite a bit. And then I had a friend who ran a comedy class in Chicago and I spoke to the class. This was probably 2004. Or five, and in that class was Nate Bargatze. Oh, wow! And, uh, so, like in two thousand nine, I was shooting. You know this. what? He told me about that. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I looked up to that guy so much." <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy because he came up to me. We were shooting this uh, like syndicated stand-up show, and uh, he walked up and he's like, "Hey!" And, and this was when he's sort of a heavy set Nate. Like, yeah, and he's like. Uh, Hey, you know, you spoke to my class. I, I took this class, and you spoke to the class. And I was like, "You took that class, and you're really? here. Like, <laughs> how did you get? Like, it blew my mind." So you know, just watching him. But yeah, he was always very like just nice to me, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, so just goes to show you, like, people talk about like meeting people on the way up and yeah. stuff, and it's like you just never know. I mean, I, Nate was very unassuming, and then to see him hosting SNL is huge, uh, man. That and, guy is killing it right and now. And it just deserves. I mean, and just just there's no uh, fakeness to that. There's, no. like, it, it, he is who who you think he is. Yeah, he works on stage really, and really off stage. Hard. Yeah, he's just very very kind and very. Uh, and I, yeah, I've opened for him a couple times, and and he's just always responds to emails and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. Like I, I had him on a couple of shows and right before I, I think I've talked about it here on the podcast, but I was supposed to open for him. <clears throat> like he was like, Yeah, like I got something for you, man. Like he's like, Can you do twenty clean? I was like, Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, I gotta brush it off, but sure. Right. You know, <clears throat> and I like went home and I really like looked through notes because I was like, I don't I don't I'm not filthy. But I, I'm not clean. So, but right. I was like, you know, I gotta like figure this out. And he was like pushing really hard, like, you know, you gotta, you, you know, you gotta clean, you have to have something clean in order to work in some areas. So I brushed it off and then boom, the pandemic happened. Mm. And then I, we, you know, never linked yeah. up since. Um, he's been on a couple of shows that I've had since then, but I haven't been able to link up with him to go on the road with him. Um, that guy is funny, dude. Maybe at the Hollywood Bowl, you can. Uh, oh, that's right. Do a, do a the guest Netflix. Set. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> can I like, do a hey, guess it before Seinfeld. Yeah, that'll that'll work. <laughs> that'll work. That guy. Oh my god, he was on my show. I think Seinfeld. Was, was? Yeah, he was on my oh, show wow. at the Improv. Oh, okay. Yeah, he um, saw the lineup and like hit them up and was like, "Hey, like I'm planning, I'm working on some stuff. Can I do the show?" Mm. And he like because I had Sarah on an earthquake. And he like, you know, he's friends with both of them. So he was like, you know, can I do the show? Like his manager hit them. And I was like, uh, yeah, of course. Like, right, right. Why, like why would I turn right. that down? Like, of course, why not? Like I couldn't announce him, obviously, but I'm like, yeah, I would have, I have Jerry Seinfeld every, like by, in my living room. I don't care. Like, let's, <laughs> let's come on. 
Um, and, you know, I got to talk to him and he asked me if I was coming back the next day. I wasn't, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm coming, coming back tomorrow. And I did. I went back and we hung out. Good oh, dude. Nice. Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Super funny, man. I love that guy. He's, yeah. He was like the top tier for me. Really? Yeah. yeah. When I first moved to LA, I think around right after Seinfeld, I, I, one of my first celebrity sightings was Seinfeld and he is, his Porsche had broken down. He had like oh, a shit. 78 Porsche or something. And he's, pushing it across Melrose. That's hilarious. And that was just the funniest thing. And uh, that, and then I, a couple weeks later, I saw him when he was making his comeback and he was filming that movie Comedian with oh, Art, Arnie Adams. Arnie Adams, yeah. He went up, uh, I think he went up right before me or on the same show. I might have been before. I might have gone up first and then he went up later on in the show. But yeah, it was like such a cool thing just to see him the pop work. up. Yeah, that was what, Comedian came out in what, 03 or 03, 02? Something like that. Yeah, and then- yeah, I and remember. then he had the one before that, which was like 2000, which was uh, I'm telling this for the last time. That, yeah, that was a stand up stand up special. Yeah. But the comedian was more about his his journey, journey of writing new jokes. Because yeah, it was after a stand up special, and then watching him and Orny <laughs> and Orny Adams. Oh God! I remember Orny. I was like, oh yeah, he's like, I was like, he, oh, because I I think we he worked in Chicago, and, and I was supposed to bring I was like uh, whatever hosting, and he was going up. He's like, bring me up as comedian. And I, was like, and I sort of like looked, did a double take. I was like, are you sure you want that credit? Like, that's <laughs> yeah, not really, I don't know if you were painted in the best light there. Yeah, and he's no. like, you know how he got that spot too. Apparently he like, uh, he told Seinfeld like, 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 oh yeah. Or he's on an interview or whatever. He was like, Seinfeld's great, but he's like, took a little off the fastball lately. Like he's not <laughs> doing well. And then like Seinfeld apparently reached out to him and was like, all right, like, Come help me work on stuff or, right. or something to that effect. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, it's a great movie for watching for if you're a, a newer comic because you see the inside baseball of how much an agent really controls things as far as like him calling Leno and saying, look, if you don't put him on, I'm going to put him on Letterman. Like, uh, yeah. this was, uh, yeah, I forgot what his yeah, manager's yeah. name was, but, uh, you know, and it's like, I can't do that. Like, I can't say yeah. to, to Fallon, like, well, if you don't do this, I'm going to be on uh, on Colbert. You know, it's like they don't care. But it's like these agents, like if you have a powerful agent, they really do they'll call move, the shots. And, they'll move things for you. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, when I did Conan, I had to submit like three, four different sets. Yes. And, and to get that five minutes. And it's like a lot of people, it's just a phone call and, all right, see you Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll see you. <laughs> I remember you telling me, like, I mean, you hit it. I hit you after that Conan set, and you were like, "I could help you put together your five. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, like, "Do I have five clean misses?" <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, though. it is. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I did. <clears throat> I did teach a class once of just how I did it, and like, because yeah. I still have all the old emails, and like, like ten years earlier, I had submitted, and I was kind of close but then he wanted to f- the f- those the two minutes from this set the two minutes from that set and combine them and i just never got it together but when i focused on it i finally put it together yeah. but it was like you know f- five different sets that i sent to him you know wow. before i finally got that four and a half that he liked that's crazy and it's just four and a half minutes so it's yeah not, it's not really five 
Yeah, it's four and a half, I think. Just Interesting. To, I mean, he's pretty, the Conan was pretty relaxed. They were always like, have you think of something in the moment, like, and it works, you know, I trust you, you know. I'm sure they don't always yeah. want that. But, uh, but yeah, they're pretty, it's not like letter. They would letter trust man. you, yeah. they wouldn't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't like, don't riff, seen, Charles, We've please. seen some of your stuff at the improv <laughs> and the store. Please yeah. don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it that far. Oh, my God. Well, your your um your comedy background is extensive, and yeah, yeah. you've been in the game for a long time. Was your were your parents um, extremely supportive in the start, or were they like, oh, oh I don't know, Tom? They were because I was a very quiet kid, so I think they were happy that I finally came out of my shell. Mm. And um, but you were playing sports and you stuff. Yeah, but that was just sports. I was still quiet. Okay, like it wasn't like outgoing and then when i decided to do it i think they were like pretty surprised and pretty supportive early on until until i started to get like some attention for it and like went to the chicago comedy festival i was like oh maybe i can do this and then that's sort of where my mom was kind of like oh you know you gotta have a backup plan and <laughs> kind of it was a little not as encouraging as i would have liked but then um I was just like, I remember the person that really pushed me was Lewis Black. He said, he's like, look, you got to stop doing social work. You know, <laughs> as a social worker, he's like, you're never going to, you're never going to fix that. He's yeah. like, just, just do stand up. So he, you'll reach a broader audience. Yeah. So he just said, do you, so I mean, it was sort of like, well, if, if Lewis is believing in me and then, you know, I, and I, I was like getting close to 30, I was like, if I don't try this, I'm always going to wonder what if. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, I haven't seen that guy in years. Um, not not that he's not working. It's just that he's not out in L.A. Right? Yeah, I, I've a uh, little bit on email. I've talked to him, but but he 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 had a funny thing where he he said like, "Give me a tape, like send me a tape." Uh, and so I put together a tape at a club, and uh, and I worked with him. And he came back to Milwaukee, and I was like, "Oh, how did that tape go?" And I gave you that tape for HBO. He's like, he's like, I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, all right, well, well, I know. I guess that that's not going anywhere. But I appreciate your enthusiasm. Yes, with your that facial expression. Yeah. So I can, I totally picture him too. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know how he is. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, Tom, that's let's fun. talk about a parenting fail that you've had because I know. You know, what I mean, now you're taking care of your dad. I hope you haven't failed him, but talk to me about <laughs> right. If I fail my dad, it's yeah, it's, it's fatal. Cool. That's fatal. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so he, so my dad is is a pretty solid guy. I mean, he's a World War II veteran, uh, stoic, like you said, a, a man of action, like uh, not a talking about. He doesn't talk about. It, he does it. He does it. Yeah, and he like. Like just to give you an example, this guy never complains. So he, and again, this isn't the parenting fail, but he, when he had a, he had a massive heart attack when he was seventy something, and he thought he had pulled a muscle shoveling snow. <laughs> so he's like napping on the couch, like so trying yeah, to figure it out. Okay, yeah, sleep it off. He had to have a quintuple bypass. Oh my! So the God. fact that he survived that and uh, made it through. Um, just speaks to like how tough, tough he is. Tough man. Yeah. So um, so anyway, so I, I don't you know. So it's hard to say like he failed me, but but this is sort of because of that. There, so there was a I played Cub Scout baseball, and uh, like in third fourth grade we played base softball, 
and he the, the parents never wanted to, nobody wanted to umpire because it's the worst job. Yeah. All the parents <laughs> yell at you. No one's happy. No one's happy with the calls. He umpires all the games, even though he never wants to. He just wants to watch me play. He ends up always having to umpire. It's just the worst, you know. Yeah. And my dad's like classic, you know, shorts, black socks, like not dressed to umpire, uh, you know, calling strikes and everything. Anyway, I hit a I, bases are loaded. I hit the ball, n- nail it, and like over the outfielder's head. And I'm, but I'm not the fastest guy. I'm running around. I slide into home. My dad calls me out. Ooh, on a grand slam. I'm 90% sure I was safe. 90% sure. There was a moment where he kind of looks at me and he's, he's like, like, I got to do it. Out. <laughs> and even my mom was like, he was safe. He was like, safe. Yeah. But if I would have said it, they would have killed me. That's what he was probably thinking. Right. So it's like, was that to teach me a lesson of like, life isn't easy, son. <laughs> like, What nope. a lesson. Yeah. And did, did calling you out, did it lose you guys the game? Uh, let's say it did. Uh <laughs> Uh, let, let's 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 really uh, let's pump up the it, story. Let's, let's make it yeah. really bad. Yeah, let's. I mean, I mean, I I don't quite remember, but yeah, I mean, let's. Your say, dad is Art, right? Yeah, Art. Oh my God, Art Clark. You you ruined your childhood, your yeah. kid's childhood. That that was could have been my greatest sporting accomplishment ever. I mean, hitting a grand slam is huge. Yeah, and in third grade, how cocky would that have made me? And forward? and it was in the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. Well, there were no fences where we played, but uh, we're going to pretend they were. <laughs> that was in the park yeah. art, and you ruined that moment for Tom. That could have been his ESPN classic, you know, like it would have been up there. Uh, how it all started. How, yeah. like, and you would have been making A Rod money. You see what you did? Yeah. I never, and I, yeah. And then, like, my next big moment with baseball was getting hit in the face with a softball. And that, and that ended your softball that career. Ended my, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> so did, did he crush my confidence in athletics as a result of calling me out? Was that a parenting fail? I would say, I, you call your son safe, even if he's at third when that ball comes in. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Art? Come on. That's, that's, that's a fail. That's Damn a fail? It. That's yeah. a fail. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm feeling, I feel like I, I, I could be looking at, you know, Yastrzemski right here, but no. <laughs> I'm looking at Tom Clark, the comedian. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. No, I'm kidding. But that's crazy. That's funny. Um, hey, at least your parents came to your softball games. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here comes Charles' sad story. Parents never went to your softball game. No. You know, no. I tell a joke about that because um, I think it's funny. People always say, like, you know, like when these big sport athletes, like, like oh, my, you know, thank, I would like to thank my mom up in heaven or whatever watching me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, your parents have watched like yes, yeah, like I was like they have access to the whole universe, uh, and they're gonna be watching your game. Like, are you kidding me? I was like, my uh, parents didn't come when they were alive. I couldn't expect them to like. What are you kidding? Right. Um. Uh. But that's that's <laughs> that's funny. I'm not trying to. Uh. I'm not trying to. Uh. One up you here. That, no. No. Your story is great because I think that art. Um, he was probably thinking that he was probably, he's like, these parents are going to chew me up mm-hmm. if I call He's like, it was close, but it wasn't close. Let's be honest. Like you were, I was safe. You were safe. I can yeah. picture it now. Your foot was on the bag and then he tagged your head. So like he clearly missed. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, and I, we do ask him about it. I was like, yeah, was <laughs> I, was I safe? Was I, uh, I don't know. I, ah. I don't remember. He, he just won't, he doesn't want to even explore the subject. <laughs> So, 
Oh, man, that's a good one, man. Yeah. I like that one because I think I think he ruined your future in baseball. Yeah, it was my least favorite sport moving forward. Unbelievable. Basketball and football were the only. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, on that note, why don't you tell the people where they can find you on social media? Uh, I, at Tom Clark Comedy on everything. And then uh, TomClark.com is my website, and I have links to all my specials and everything there. Make sure to check him out because he's hilarious. Um, incredible crowd work, too, which is it's it's a skill that I don't have. Like, I, I will rip into somebody if I have to. But, uh-huh. like, I see you sometimes, like, you're like, ah, I don't feel like doing material tonight. <laughs> Let me right. just pick on oh, that one time that we did that show and that girl just was just super drunk. Um, and we were it was some bar show that we did. Mm. Um, and that girl was super drunk. And you just made like you improved the whole time. I just mm-hmm. I, it was like you got a suggestion. That's essentially what it looked right, like. Right, right. And she made you you acted like her <laughs> on stage. I remember you like walking, and we like the whole crowd. We were crying. Like my wife still to this day remembers that because it was epic. Because she wouldn't shut up, but she couldn't speak coherently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I remember that show. God, what bar was that? It was in Hollywood. Um, Hollywood. That was on like, uh, the th- what was that one on 3rd and Santa Monica, or on Santa Monica Boulevard? Like, uh, oh, man. Ace, what is it, two of clubs or three of clubs? That- no, not, oh, no, not that one. I know what you're thinking of. Yeah, not that, not, not that club. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it was yeah. Hollywood Studio Bar and Grill, something oh, like right, that. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ted Twyman used to yes, run that show. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my yes. gosh. That's- and that girl was so drunk, and she was just, and you like, just started doing your set stumbling mm. back and forth and like imitating her. And it was the best because you're still doing jokes, mm. but you're like doing it oh as God. her. It was so epic. And uh, she had no idea you were making fun of her. Right. And that was the best part because you were like pointing it out like, no, 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 this is you doing these jokes. Right, right. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny. As much as people hate crowd work videos now, it's like for me, it's like I, like that moment I don't remember because I mean I know I wasn't filming it, but now like I film all my sets. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know sometimes I just delete them afterwards if I don't feel like anything. Exactly. Produce, yeah. Yeah, but if it does, but it does force me to watch them first of all, and if there is something that I glean from it, like oh this is a funny moment, I like it. It's like I, I like to like post it, and it's like even if it doesn't get like a ton of hits for me, it's like. I have an archive of this yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. So um, as much as people, but like you talking about that, I was like, oh, I, I wish I could <laughs> I could see that because oh, I think that would be funny. funny. Um, but we'll be back. Okay. We'll take a small break. Uh, you guys, make sure to check Tom Clark's uh, specials out. Where where they where can they find it? TomClark.com for our, everything, all my links and everything. Everything will be there. So we'll be right back. And we are back at the Bad Good Parent Podcast, and we're, I'm still here with my buddy, Tom Clark. We're going to now dive into the fails that you guys send in. This is my favorite part of the show, Tom, uh-huh. because the fails that these people send in are insane. I wish, I wish I could just do hours of shows of just talking about the fails that these people send in, because it's just, it's comical. I can't believe, like... That they're still allowed to have children. Someone, I'm like, what? <laughs> what is going on? Like, how are you guys able to survive? How are right. these kids surviving? Is what I'd like to know. Yeah, it's uh, it's a delicate balance. <laughs> so, we're gonna get into one right now. 
All right, here we go. I used to be a high school teacher. This fail happened during the virtual era of the pandemic. Okay, so he was um, at home with his kids. Let me tell you guys something. Being at home with your kids during the pandemic was awful. <laughs> so I already feel for him. Right. Um, my wife had just left with my eldest to pick up our four-year-old from preschool and asked me to keep an eye on our two-year-old. Okay, first of all, too many kids. Too many kids. Too many kids. You lost. That's that's already trouble. That Two kids are being picked up. Two you, kids are being picked up. And there's still picked. one left. <laughs> <laughs> I agreed as I had just finished... Uh, finished teaching and was transferring, uh, transitioning to our club's Google Meet. And you had too many phrases right now. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Google Meet. Oh, come on, dude. Uh, and figured it would be only take a minute or so. My wife left and the, cl- uh, the club's Google Meet began and my son was on my lap waving to my students. Oh, you have your kid there with you. Oh, take, your, take your kid to, to, to school. school there. Yeah. yeah. Or to work or whatever. Not sure I as a principal would approve of that. No, but, but uh, hopefully he had his pants on. <laughs> oh, um, no under dude you say that I was when during the pandemic I was teaching um, I was still well even before the pandemic I was doing uh, I was teaching uh, English uh-huh. to Chinese students uh-huh. online and one kid like showed up butt naked and I'm like looking and I'm like hey man like get your peen off my screen bro like what are you doing and I'm like looking I'm like hey where's your mom I'm like hitting the button like right. where, like come on what is going oh, my on God. like can you some pants on your son and uh, he's she's just like oh sit down sit down i'm like that doesn't change the facts right <laughs> oh my god how old are these kids uh they ranged from like you know depending on how well they could speak from like two and up like i had kids that were like 17 oh my god um, two and so two to 17 year olds english it was so, rough and this so one kid he just like no pants the whole time and he would like you know Put his hand down there, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not continuing with the class. And like, I closed, and like, they hit me up, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm not, do- I'm like, he's naked. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing this, bro. It's not happening. So enough of my story. So, right. <laughs> uh, uh, he soon got bored and was hanging out in the room, uh, hanging out in the room. I got carried away, chatting with a student, uh, chatting with a few students, and meetings. Went on for close to 10 minutes. All right, you're neglecting your child. Right. That's what you're telling me. Um, I closed out the meetings and began looking for my son. I immediately figured he was playing hide and seek as he wasn't responding to his name. After checking his regular <laughs> spots, I went out front. Okay, he's not responding to his name. Sounds like your kid's not home. Yeah, yeah. Not his regular response. Not his regular response. First of all, I wouldn't always assume it's hide and seek. I I would immediately assume. I panic. Yeah, panic. Yeah. Did he drown? Is he in the tub? Is he in the pool? (laughs) Like, where is, did he get into my guns? Like, what happened? Playing hide and seek was a response to his name. After checking his regular spots, I went out front. The garage, He so he plays often because he has regular spots. Right. You know, I hear regular spot. I think the bar down the street. Like, right? He's clubbing. <laughs> He's clubbing. Yeah. The garage door was open. Oh. Oh no. There it is. Um, I thought, did my wife leave the door open? Did my son open it? He was only two, so I figured my wife left it open and continued looking for him in the backyard. I then noticed that his balance bike was missing from the garage. Oh, he went on an adventure. Oh yeah. This, this is, is the Goonies. This is like Pee Wee. <laughs> Pee Wee's big big. Adventure. I immediately got in my truck and drove down to the marina to see if he went there. He wasn't there, so I drove on through the neighborhood. 
I found a bunch of my high school students crowded on one street as they were on their break. And there was one, there was my son crying in an elderly lady's arms. All right. Why is she in his arms? <laughs> why did she pick him up? That's not your kid. Yeah. I mean, hold, like, hold, like, make sure he don't run away, but why are you picking him up? Like, right. Consoling a crying child. I think it's, it should belong to that elderly, elderly now, lady. Now that kid, that's founders keepers. Yeah. Founders keepers. That's it. That is now her son. Um, I parked in the street and ran to, ran to him thinking, how do I convince this woman that this is my son? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a yeah. good <laughs> It should have a, it shouldn't have to, I guess, but yeah. Do you have a picture on your cell phone? Right. Like something. Yeah. A guy in a pickup truck. <laughs> Never a good sign. That, no, yeah. not good at all. Like, That's my kid. Look, is it? Yeah. Uh, I parked, I got to be honest, I wouldn't have given that kid up. I'm like, I don't think so, buddy. Right. Need some uh, iPhone photos. Yeah, something. And not creepy photos. Like, not you give him a bath. Like, I need some, like, church photos. Something. Right. I parked in the street and ran to him thinking, how do I convince this woman that this is my son? So I said to my son, did you leave your helmet in the garage? He sobbed. Yes, dada. She then told me that her husband had already called the police and I could chat with dispatch if I wanted to. Mm. Woof. Latitude. Okay. <laughs> like I don't. She really didn't believe you. Yeah. I I did, and the dispatch told me not to move. The crowd dispersed, thankfully. Yeah, you don't want people watching that, especially our high school kids. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, hey, this guy is. I'm not gonna listen to him. I'm not gonna turn in the assignment. <laughs> I'm gonna turn turn you in. I'm gonna turn you in, son. <laughs> you don't want this story to go viral. Give me an A. <laughs> All right. The crowd dispersed, thankfully. The cop pulled up and asked for my ID. I, uh, I had left everything at home in my panic to find my son. I am now shaking, thinking the, thinking the worst is going to happen. He's not black. No. He's not. Because he would, he would have been like, I know the worst is going to happen. Right, right. He's like, I better just cut my losses. We got two kids. We got two. We're good. <laughs> He's on his own. Um, Child Protective Services is coming to my house for sure. All right, I got to read that in order because it sounds really terrible. Yeah. I had left everything. No, 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 no. Um, I'm now shaking, thinking to the, uh, shaking, thinking the worst is going to happen. Child Protective Services is going to come to my house for sure. Um, the officer took my information and informed me he would call me later that afternoon to follow up on my story. I was nervous, but relieved to go home. After the officer left, I apologized many times and asked my son what he was thinking. He said he was going to ride his bounce bike to his brother's preschool five miles away. That's hmm. an adventurous child. Also, that is a lenient cop. Where is this? <laughs> right. Like I, he was by a marina. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a good, good life he's leading. You're doing all right, buddy. Yeah. By a marina. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. Um, and in fact, this is a four-year-old kid riding his bike. Like yeah. how far? I mean, it sounds like a quite miles, a distance. Yeah. yeah. 
took and his then, bounce bike, tried to get to his brother's school. And was he headed in the right direction? Like, could he have gotten to his priest? Like, <laughs> this how, kid's a genius. Jeez, how yeah. did he like memorize the way? Right. It's like this kid. Uh, Take he a, he left might not on hemlock. Yeah, like, he might not even need you. Like, you, he, he, he would have been all right. Yeah, he could survive in the wild. <laughs> I'd test it. I'd test it with more things. I would go find out who that lady is because she stopped him. Right. She yeah, stopped she, him like, from. Stop right here. That's probably why he was crying. Right. Pursuing a goal. That's the older generation again. Like, stop Holding stopping us. us. Back. Holding me back. That little kid was going places. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all along, I had been calling my wife to ask if she had left the garage door open to determine how far I should extend my search area. And she had left her phone in the car while she went into the preschool. Well, first of all, I wouldn't bring my wife into this until I find the kid. Like, I, I would not. That's the last phone call yeah. I would make. Yeah, it's like, everything went fine. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Just sweating <laughs> profusely as you're. Have your son tied up in the closet. Like, hey, honey, what is all game? these messages from right. the police on your phone? <laughs> like, don't worry, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Uh, needless to say, she had quite a few hilarious voicemails to listen to on her ride home. Now I want to hear those voicemails. Yeah. You better have saved those voicemails. Because were, were you crying? Were you screaming? Were you cursing? And what were hey, you saying? Hey, honey, uh, <laughs> you don't leave the garage open, did you? And uh, Tom and I are now going to reenact <laughs> those messages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And how much do you love our four-year-old? I mean, can we kind of, you know, out of all of them, beep. <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, hey, she got, he got his kid back. You know, he's healthy. He's fine. That's an adventure he'll be able to tell for the rest of his life. That's right, yeah. And um, the wife don't have to know nothing. She, why'd you, no, you have to call yeah, the wife, to bro? bring her into it. No, she's cool. Yeah. She's driving your other kid. Like you just you got this one. You're good, bro. She like she could have come home and been like, oh, like everything's good. And he would be like, yeah, no, we're fine. Yes, sir, you know. Right. Just having a little adventure and end of story. And you know, well, you, you had to tell her. Well, that, that does that mean then that the kid opened the garage too? Like he did all that. He did stuff? all. He's, he did that's everything. A, First of all, how did you reach the like? Did you did you go in your dad's car and take the garage door opener, or did you like yeah, reach, reach up, up, push the button? How did you reach up and yeah, push yeah. that button? You got or, on a balance bike. How did you not hear the garage open? Right. Yeah. Are you in an insulated room? Do you take your teaching that seriously? Right. It sounds like a guy you can get away with a lot in his classroom. <laughs> it's probably better your homeschooling now yeah. because it's like your classroom must just be chaos. <laughs> just kids leaving. Single file throughout the day. Like, where are you? Uh, I'm oh, at, no, at the mall all I'm day. I'm at the mall. Yeah. Chilling. That's so the, hilarious. So, yeah, the four-year-old made it all the way. I mean, that's pretty impressive. I, if anything, I would reward that kid. And yeah. I would cut my losses with the other two. <laughs> that's what I say. I would I also find that lady and be like, you ruined my child's big adventure. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he had stuff going for him, and you held him back. Right. Sort of like your dad held you back in baseball. With that out, I'm angry, Art. I'm angry, Art. He let me down. He was safe. Yeah. I'm calling it now. Here's a funny thing. My dad was on a uh, over 65 uh, softball team. Okay. Later, obviously later on. Um, I'm going to join that league right now, by the way. Yeah, it's a good league. I'll kill it. Sponsored by the John J. Wallach Funeral Home. (laughs) (laughs) A funeral home sponsored his baseball team. And uh, <laughs> they the, were they were in it to win it. Oh, that's, that's just good business, right there. Is when funeral home sponsors. That's love. Yeah. That's so funny. 
They were in it to win it. Yeah. Tom, man, that this was a fun episode, bro. I really appreciate <laughs> you coming and doing this. Um, tell the people one more time where they can find you. TomClark.com. Tom Clark Comedy on all the social media. Tom Clark Comedy on Instagram. Find me on Instagram. I am Charles Greaves. Um, and send us your parenting fails to BGP at IamCharlesGreaves.com. That's Bad Good Parent. Uh, that's BGP as in Bad Good Parent at IamCharlesGreaves.com. So BGP at IamCharlesGreaves.com. Send us your fails. We'll make fun of them. It's the best part of the show. And thank you guys for tuning in. Also, if you want to see me perform stand-up in your town, let me know. Find me on Instagram. Say, hey, come to this town. So I know I'm going on tour next year. So I would really appreciate if you guys hit me up and let me know. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Send us your fails. We love them. Take care. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.